0: Welcome to The Point Is, I am your favorite girl, Ashley, and this is where we get to the nitty gritty, we get to the root, we get to the underlining theme, we get to the point. So what inspired this love topic once again? Is that I was watching this live video or this live out like live um, from this girl her name on Instagram is Alexis Chanel is how it's pronounced but it's really um, spelled Alexis with a u and channel but she pronounced it Chanel, whatever. She was speaking on the importance of love languages. I know my listeners already did their love language tests and stuff. So, you know, we, we above, we above it all. We above it all. And, um, she was also talking about the spiritual connection, which is not to be confused with a twin flame and how loving someone with that Automatic spiritual connection is a lot easier, and you can teach them how to love you by understanding how you how you receive love with the love languages. And overall, um, it was just a good conversation about love and the reality of love, not the fairy tale and the glitz and the glam of it, and how sometimes. You know, everything is not so sweet, and how to navigate through those times where the love is still very much so prevalent, but now you are in a mature love, and now you guys maybe in some sort of a conflict or it's just kind of like the honeymoon is over and so how to navigate through that which I thought was a um, interesting conversation because I really don't hear a lot about when the honeymoon phase is over we all know about the honeymoon phase ending. And for some people, they say that it never ends and that you just grow with the love. And whatever people's take is, um, it's not enough talks about it. And I'm no expert, so I'm not gonna really be talking too much on that, but that's basically what inspired the love topic today. Again, you all know that I am, I'm gonna rephrase, I'm not gonna say hopeless romantic anymore. Um, But we all know that I love love and love loves me and have no issues with talking about love, period. And so, yeah, that's when I was like, okay, I'm meant to talk about love. I I feel it. And so we're going to talk about that. But I also wanted to give a little twist. I also wanted to bring forth apology languages. And so basically... It's a double edged sword with the love languages is just how how you effectively apologize and how you effectively receive apologies. And so I thought that was also very important to note since she was talking about like the other side of love in her live video the apology languages showcases how you receive an apology like what makes it official for you and oftentimes that is how you apologize to other people like i was saying earlier and of course you can tailor it to the people around you but i also thought it was important to note because in friendships we have different ways we receive apologies from our friends And let me just tell y'all a little bit about my apology languages real quick. So my top two, which are the ones that had the exact same score was one, accept responsibility. And two, request forgiveness. I couldn't have made this up on my own, but honestly, I relate to those top two the most. And that definitely shows why they had the exact same score because I'm all, I'm very big on taking accountability. No matter how it makes you feel about it, no matter how sad you are, like, damn, I really fucked up. It, for me, taking responsibility and taking accountability for me has always been like empowering in a way like it's always like me taking control of the situation and I know y'all don't really care for zodiac signs and let me just give a disclaimer when it comes to zodiac signs zodiac signs are never exact astrology is never exact Um, when you read things about your sign it's never Exact, but there are things that are similar to who you are and your personality. It's never exact. And I always look at zodiac signs as a guide. Never exact, it's a tool, never exact. Also too, I learned recently that um, the days of the week are basically named after planets, like Sunday, sun, Monday, moon, Tuesday, I believe Tuesday is freaking Mars. I don't know how they th- those two correlated. I will get back to y'all um as I fully further, further develop that that notion. But for people to not believe in astrology, and let me not use the word believe because when people feel like you believe in something, they be- they think that you believe it wholeheartedly, and this is this is it because. With my spirituality, I pretty much use everything as a guide. I use the Bible and God, and I reference a lot to the universe. Um, I reference a lot of manifestation. I reference a lot of astrology, and all of these are tools to work to my good. Like um, As I'm recording this last night, I could not sleep for whatever reason and it was irritating to say the least because I didn't take no nap. So I've been up since 7 a.m. and now I'm laying here and it is 11 p.m. and I cannot go to bed to save my life. So the first thing that popped in my head was, hmm, is it a full moon? It was a full moon in Scorpio. It was a full moon in Scorpio. So it's like, I use it as a guide. I use it as a guide. And it definitely helps me navigate my way through life, I'm just saying. And, you know, the backing of my ancestors helped me through life a lot of the times too, okay? But anywho, I digress on that disclaimer. But anyways, back to Zodiac sign. Um, The reason why that was even mentioned was because I am a Leo, I am a lioness, and the top two apology languages that I identify with is the fact that the first one is accepting responsibility taking accountability for my actions is very much nest in it of itself because it allows me to control the situation I may not be able to control how you react to it but at that point it doesn't really matter to me the most important part is me taking accountability for my part because I ain't get there by myself, okay? And I'm um, letting you know that I sincerely apologize, or sometimes I don't apologize, you know? And I don't ask for forgiveness, but I will take accountability for my actions and be like, I don't feel bad for that part. (laughs) But, you know, it always comes with a but. So that is the top two. The next one is expressing regret, genuinely repent and make restitution. Make restitution, I only got one point. So I'm actually going to, while I have you guys here listening, Google what restitution. Can't even spell it. Even means. So restitution means the rest... Ooh, child, I can't read. The restoration of something lost or stolen to its proper owner. Example, seeking the restitution of land taken from blacks under apartheid. So what I got out of that was... More often than not, I do not seek to restore anything, <laughs> basically. That is what I got out of that. And I think it just depends on the the level of which I am apologizing because I definitely can identify with the uh, expressing regret and genuinely repenting. Yeah, yeah. That's me. So I implore you to take the apology language. If I can find it, I would definitely link it below. If not, it's a simple Google search. And I implore you to do the apology languages. There's so much focus on love languages, especially right now at this time, because everybody didn't learn love languages. But I think it is very, 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 very much important to do your apology languages and see how you receive apologies and how you apologize to other folks, you know, again, taking accountability for self. That's the Leo in me. So anywho, let's move on to be direct with it. Y'all already know what it is. Be direct with it is my dm segment and this is where i post my question on instagram and you the listener responds and then i respond to your response so today the question that i pose on d i g is what does love mean to you okay so let's get all up into it let's go ahead on and find what love means to y'all so First person, they said, there's many kinds of love. Loving your person is very different from loving your child. And I completely agree. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and throw, you know, your pet in there too. Like the, the love and attachment that your pet has for you. If you a good owner, let me just disclaim that too. Um, it's very remarkable how loyal they become to you and how attached they become to you. And, you know, they love you. Your pets love y'all. And in comparison to, you know, the love interest that you may have is that your dog literally cannot. I mean, your dog could try to run away, but (laughs) a lot of the times your dog literally cannot just wake up one day and just decide it don't want to be with you. You know, kind of like your money, like it can't just wake up one day and decide I don't want to be with you. You know, money is a tool. Money is energy. So, yes, I concur. So next response, next response. And uh, the next response was, to be honest, I've had different experiences with love that changed the meaning of what it meant to me. And my response on IG, I said, I think love comes in different forms. I think it comes in different forms, but I think this person was talking about as it pertains to a love interest, he or she, because I don't remember, um, it has experienced different love with different people. And I think that's because people express love differently. People give love differently. So you know it's love, you feel the love, but they definitely give love differently. So I think that is um, that is that is definitely a possibility. Um, next one is, we don't even realize a lot of times what love is till you feel the real thing. We think we know. And so this person, I don't even remember who it is, but the person that I have in my head, this person has acquired a new love. And this person's new love, if it's who I think it is, um, and when I, I keep saying I don't know who who it is, is because I've asked these questions like two, three weeks prior to recording this episode. So that's why I don't actually remember. But if it's who I think it is, this person has acquired a new love. And this person from the outside looking in, um, their new love has taught them so much. Um has taught them how to be a giver has taught them how to really dig deep inside of themselves to find that strength to keep going and it's definitely a matured love um it's not it's not puppy dog love it's definitely a matured love so that's why I think this person said that because this person is a chronic relationship person. You know those people that's always in a relationship. They they ass ain't never fucking single. You 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 don't even know them as a single person, as a single being. They're always attached to somebody else. <laughs> that sounds really rude, but it, it's just being honest. And so they always in a relationship. Folks don't don't never hop, you know, or I mean don't never stay single. They always hopping, but. So they've had a lot of relationships under their belts. Let me just say that. And so this particular relationship for them is very much so more mature and very much so... Um, it comes with boundaries. It comes with stipulation. It comes with a responsibility to, to do the right thing. No pun intended. And... It's a beautiful thing to see as someone who is looking on, who is looking on on down yonder at day ass in love and shit. It's a beautiful thing to see. So yes, that is why I feel like this person um, put per, you know, you think you know, but you have no idea. Now, my response to that is is, is skewed. It's skewed now, because I used to think that way. I used to think that, you know, when you get with somebody new and they give you this new feeling, this new vibe, a different way of doing things, a different way of receiving things, different outlook on life. And it gives you this this notion that, oh, all of the people before, all the people I dealt with before, they are. I've never felt this way until I met this person. And quite frankly, it's more of the different love response that I got earlier. It's more of like, you know, it's just different. It's just a different love. Not to say it wasn't love, just a different kind of love. And so in this particular case, I think this person has just acquired a more mature love. And so that right there concludes the DM segment. And so now we are on to the point. And so the point is that love is insecure, love is bare. Um, you want to know more. You want to do more. And love is about character beyond personality. Interactions are careful. Love is about building, growing, elevating, and making sure you're sure, you know. Um, A lot of people that I know don't feel like love is insecure, but... I feel like it's not in a bad way, but I feel like when you've acquired a, a, a love that's so real and so pure and so genuine, it's definitely vulnerable. And that's why, you know, heartbreak does occur if it doesn't work out. And it's kind of like an inevitable thing if it doesn't work out to be heartbroken because you you show phases of yourself that you don't show everyone else. Or even if you're an open book like me or like what I've become because I wasn't always an open book. I feel like even if you're an open book, they deal with your transparent your transparency the most, <clears throat> and for some people, that's that's a lot to take on. That's a lot to feel, and so. Yeah, that low-key was a poem right there. But yeah, I hope you guys um, enjoyed this episode of Love Is. It was inspired by Alexis Chanel, um, spelled Alexis Channel. And it was also low-key inspired by the show that was canceled called Love Is. If you have time... (laughs) to even dive in i would definitely recommend watching love is it only i don't know if it only had one season i think it had two seasons it is magical it is art it is insecure like it is definitely vulnerable and it is interesting it's based in the 90s and incredible incredible show sad that it got canceled um a while a while ago back but it was definitely a beautiful show and it was called love is as well and so stay tuned for the next episode